How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Ben, man. Danny, you know what, you've been there, you know what it's like. It's uh, windy, it's busy, it's loud, it's a lot of people. Um, and this year was really different. It was a different year with an, uh, the NFL kind of trying to put things a little bit more on lockdown this year. So it's been a, a little bit of a different experience. Different in a good way or? No, really uh, different in a little bit of a bad way. So partially due to betting markets and some of the things that the league is involved with, the league has really kind of warned teams about sharing information, whether that's about who's going to be drafted where, or even really some of the free agency because there are prop bets and a variety of places for things like that. Uh, the league has really tried to kind of tamp down on some of those kind of things. So uh, it's really a lot less information kind of sharing. Um, and then with the salary crap increase this year, that huge kind of boom, there's a little bit of a chick playing a game of chicken between teams and agents where agents want more money for their players because there's $30 million more in the cap. And teams are very clear that your player still has the same value. So uh, it's been a little bit of both where there's just a lot of inactivity where normally Indy's a little bit more busy. We leave there with a little bit more information about who's going where and for about how much money. Huh. That is, I did not know that. That's very, I mean, it makes sense. Like I get it, but it's not necessarily something I expected would be. I understand why the NFL would want it, but I didn't think that it was necessarily an enforceable thing or that something that people would listen to, if that makes sense. And, and it, at first I was, you know, I'm not in the source game. That is not really something that I, I love, but in Indianapolis, it's where I know a lot of people. I've been there for over a decade now. So uh, normally there's a lot of information. And so at first I thought maybe it was me. And so a lot of conversation with a lot of people, even last night, of do we actually know anything outside of maybe who the top three draft picks are um, that in free agency or any of those kind of things. And we really just across the board don't feel like we know things. And that actually goes down to, you know, some of the scouting departments, people I know um, who are, who are really unsure of what their team or what other teams are doing. They feel a lot less certain this year. So Andrew Barry, Kevin Stefanski both spoke this week as they do every year at the NFL combine in Indianapolis. Did you learn anything from the two guys that say the most without saying anything? 
You know, this year, like always, it's really trying to read between the lines a little bit. Uh, the one thing that was the most interesting to me is for the first time since I've ever heard them talk, they didn't sound like the same person. So it sounded a little bit different. There was a little bit different conversation about whether it was spending money on backup quarterbacks or things of that nature. It didn't sound like the same two. Uh, you know, the, the words could have come from either one of them. So that was a little interesting, but it makes sense. You know, I think at some level they're done kind of building kind of the core of who they are. So now they're really kind of in that fine-tuning, some of the fringe players and around the edges a little bit and building for the future. So you're going to have a little bit more disagreement when you're in kind of the details uh, because they've been in so much lockstep when it comes to kind of the core and, and all of that. But besides that, it really felt like they said a whole lot of nothing. Uh, it does feel that they – seem to want to just bring back some of their guys and add, you know, that one or two player versus in years past where Andrew was very clear and even Kevin was very clear about kind of being aggressive. It seems like this year is going to be a little bit more of a calmer process outside of bringing back some of their old players. So I I know you mentioned that there's less information sharing that has gone on this week as compared to past years in Indianapolis, and I get that. But have you, after listening to those guys, after talking to some of the combine participants, has it pushed you one way or another as far as where you think the Browns are going to go with some of their earlier picks in the draft? Or has kind of what you thought going into the combine been exactly where you are right now? You know, I a couple of the things that really stood out is just how deep the running back class is and the offensive line class is. Uh, and so running back could be something important in that second or third round range. Um, but we may see running backs not even go off the board first until the third round just because there are so many kind of bunched up in that middle round. Um, and then just kind of a little bit of a down class for defense, defensive tackle and defensive end. And so often with the Browns, we think about kind of those premium positions, and it doesn't seem like there's kind of that fit of talent and premium positions, especially on the defensive line, where it could really fill in really well. And so uh, the cornerback class is going to be really good, the wide receiver class, uh, has a lot of great athletes, but maybe not the guy that's going to be able to come in in the second round. Um, and the way that Kevin Stefanski talked about Elijah Moore, it sounds like they are higher on their wide receiver class than maybe any fan or even media is. So now it makes me wonder if this year, like last year, is going to be about the future, right? Nobody they drafted last year seemed to be a player that would make a huge impact in year one. Dewan Jones had to come in for injury, but besides that, everybody was drafted kind of for the future in mind. Um, it kind of gets a sense that maybe that's what they're going to be looking at instead of an impact player at wide receiver, you know, at defensive end. You may be looking at players that are more depth pieces in year one, maybe then fighting for starting roles in year two. Jared Mueller of Dogs by Nature with me now on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. You said a lot of stuff there that I have follow-up questions on. <laughs> Um, you mentioned running backs first. It is a deep running back class. If they're drafting one in the second or third round, I have to imagine that means it's an immediate replacement for somebody. Um, is that an immediate replacement for Nick Chubb, or are we talking about someone that could replace Jerome Ford? Most likely you're looking at someone that's going to offset Jerome Ford in the future, uh, but right away just allow them to ease Nick Chubb back in. Um, for an organization that doesn't say a lot, when they made uh, press releases after each of Nick Chubb's two surgeries this year, both of them said sometime in 2024. They didn't say the start of 2024. They said sometime 
in 2024. Maybe that was they were just trying to be cautious. Um, but I think if they go with a Trey Benson or an Audric Estime, you know, you're looking at a player who can, along with Jerome Ford, um, really kind of balance it out early, uh, take some of the load um, together, and then down the road, probably it seems as if Jerome Ford really hasn't taken the next steps to be the next guy. Uh, and so if they took someone there in the second or third round, that's probably the next Nick Chubb. Uh, but that would be in year two, three, probably not into year four. That makes me feel a little bit better about the Browns hanging on, hanging on to Nick Chubb because I just—that's not something I think anyone in Cleveland wants that day to come. No, not at all. And it, unfortunately for Nick Chubb, you know, this off season, Austin Eckler, who you know has been a talented back in the league, might be getting a one-year contract for three or four million dollars, and so. The Browns, based on how his contract is set up and what the league looks like, have all the power in the world to restructure that deal and in the negotiations to kind of figure out what a new deal looks like, whether that's you know incentives or giving him an extension for another year to kind of bring some of the money down. Uh, but no one wants to see Chubb out the door, especially ending with uh, what many people think is a slightly dirty play by a Pittsburgh Steelers player. Like that's not how you know one of the best Browns running backs. Uh, in recent history, wants to be remembered. The other thing you mentioned was wide receivers, and I think that the Brown. I don't think their wide receiver group is good enough. I didn't think it was good enough going into last season. For some reason, other organizations find a way to draft wide receivers, and they instantly have an impact. The Browns haven't been able to do that. Why do you think that has been the case? You know, I think they have tried one of two things, and I'll use two different players for example. I think Anthony Schwartz was the boomer bust. He's really, really fast. Let's see if we can teach him to be a wide receiver. That obviously didn't work out. And then you have the solid David Bell, who can run good routes, is a good, you know, good hands, can catch the ball. I just not sure they've ever really kind of prioritized the right type of receiver. Who, you know, the Troy Franklin, for example, you might have to move up a little bit to get him. Um, but a receiver, you know, a Roman Wilson, a six foot one, has some speed, has some size, can play. It feels like they they're trying to kind of get lucky in that third, that late third round, early fourth round kind of time frame, and getting lucky at a position that the NFL prioritized just doesn't work. I think they need to be more aggressive at trying to make something happen as opposed to hope something happens. Do you think that testing at the combine is starting to become overrated? I know we're, we're starting to see more and more of the bigger guys opting out of this, not the entire week because they're still there. Like Caleb Williams did media availability and has met with some teams, but um, I, I think we're getting closer to the days of guys maybe are going to skip Indianapolis altogether. Yeah, I think, we're not far off from that. There's no incentive for them to do it. I mean, even this year, you know, obviously the 40 yard dash is a, is a fun drill for fans and people like to see that, but the, the drills that we really want to see from a testing perspective are like the three cone drill. Cause that's something that you can kind of see on film, but you want to get a good idea of what is their change of direction. You know, linebacker class is not a very good one this year. And three total linebackers did the three cone drill. Three of them, Steel Chambers from Ohio State being one of them, uh, Jeremiah Trotter Jr. from Clemson being the, one of the other ones. So we're not, they're not giving NFL teams kind of the information they need. Um, outside of wide receiver, maybe cornerback, the 40-yard dash really doesn't tell us much either. So, yeah, I think we're getting close to that looking a little different. I think you know the Pro Bowl or the All-Star game can be examples of things that we've known to be a certain way for a long time and just really now in the modern age are not going to be used the way they used to be. 
Who and and I know that we've talked about the testing not happening as frequently, not as many guys. But has there been somebody that's jumped off the page that you've seen? You know, it's really interesting. Not anyone in particular. What really has jumped off the page is both at uh, defensive line and then at cornerback is we've seen some really impressive numbers. And so we saw a number of cornerbacks last night in the 4-3, some down in the 4-2s. But they're not just running fast. There's explosion. There's all of that. But what's really interesting is a lot of the guys we saw that from, not all of them, really just didn't have it on the field. So Chop Robinson, for example, is a really, really good athlete that may learn to play football, right? And so there's just a lot of those kind of guys. Or you have a Brayton Fisk who is already 24 years old, right? So that's a player who, where is his upside, even though he tested really, really well. So it was just really interesting to see some of that on the field where this player is athletic, but are they a football player? And that's, you know, that's where tape really, really does matter. And it's hard uh, nowadays to, to, do you bet on the tape or do you bet on, that this athlete, we have the coaches in place and we understand him as a player, those interviews, that we can make him a football player. Jared Mueller with me now of Dogs by Nature. You can find him on Twitter at Jared K. Mueller. Of course, he appears on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. So all three quarterbacks are there, the big quarterbacks. And, you know, I, I suppose J.J. McCarthy might be trying to find his way into that conversation. You've got Bo Nix a little bit further on down. But of Jaden Daniels and Drake May and Caleb Williams, who did you come away the most impressed with how they carried themselves this week? It, you know, surprisingly, not surprisingly, it was actually Caleb Williams. He was authentic, um, you know, even when he was challenged right away. And with Man, the, I saw that on Twitter. That was something. <laughs> it was something. And then just to be honest, I sat right in front of the person that asked that question. Uh, at Lucas Oil last night, and all they talked about and complained about was all the attention they were getting. So they were obviously very happy with the attention they were getting. But he actually handled things really, really well. I felt like he was really comfortable in his skin, which I think from a quarterback perspective, especially for a guy who, you know, he is not doing medicals. We haven't seen that for a non-injured player ever, right? So lots of players don't do medicals because they're hurt, but he didn't do medicals at all. Like, that's, that's unique. That never happens. But he seemed really comfortable and confident in who he was and and what that looks like. So, you know, overall, he really did kind of impress me with, you know, his presentation. He talked about he didn't even you – know, he looked like he hasn't had a haircut. He hasn't really cleaned up the beard, all of that kind of stuff. He said, I'm just training. Like, this is what I'm doing. This is the most important thing to me. And I think for anybody who had kind of those diva concerns – you didn't really see that with kind of how he talked and what was important to him, uh, even if he didn't like that he wasn't going to do the medicals and those kind of things. If you were the Chicago Bears, where you hold the first pick, where you have a decision to make, where you kind of have the future could go a couple of different ways. If you were Ryan Poles, what would you do? Well, interestingly, I do exactly what he's doing right now, which is it's Caleb Williams. It's Caleb Williams. Um, I love Justin Fields. I think he could be a really good quarterback. I don't want the Pittsburgh Steelers to trade for him. But the reality is his fifth-year option coming up here in May is a really big decision. So I would trade him. I would see what I can get for him, a second-round pick, a third plus a player. Uh, and then I would hold out that I'm going to draft Caleb Williams because I, I truly believe Washington loves Caleb Williams and they're going to settle for Jaden Daniels. And I would wait as long as I can to see how big of a deal I could get and then I would trade down with Washington and I would draft Drake May, who I think is going to be an outstanding quarterback uh, in the NFL. So I would try to 
really rebuild my team as quickly as possible as Washington's kind of seemingly tearing theirs down with a bunch of players who signed contracts recently being released. How big do you think the gap is between Caleb Williams at one, Drake May at two, Jaden Daniels at three in terms of talent? For me, there's it's Caleb and Drake are very close to each other. I think uh, Caleb Williams has a higher upside, maybe a little bit lower floor than, than Drake May. Uh, Jaden Daniels scares me. Some of the uh, physical concerns just with size and some of those kind of things and kind of uh, systematically. Uh, so I would have a little bit of a gap there. And then I'm going to have a pretty substantial gap down to J.J. McCarthy, another huge jump down to Michael Penix, and I'm not sure I'm drafting Bo Nix anytime before maybe the fifth round. Wow. Fifth round. I would I, I, Watching him on the field, I just don't think that outside of kind of the scheme that they run there, I don't see a quarterback that's going to translate well. He's got the size. He's got some arm. He's got all of that. But when it comes to the quarterback, there is – you know, just to be honest with, with Bo Nix, it doesn't feel like he has a great feel for what defenses are doing and what their offense is doing, um, but he can make plays. And so I think people are going to get really excited about that. I'll be honest, I had a lot of conversations in Indy, and it really is split. There's about 50% that kind of agree with me and, and really not have him off of their board, but think he might even have to transition to tight end at some point in time or could transition to that, uh, where others, they're looking at him as a second-round uh, evaluation. So there's a lot of people split with Bo Nix and even Michael Penix. Um, and so it's a really interesting quarterback class because the last few years we've seen a lot of people in the first, couple in the early second, and then the rest kind of push down inside of that fourth, fifth round. This year there's more of a second, third round kind of grade on some of these guys. So it'll be interesting how it kind of spreads out. What did you make of Ohio State's Marvin Harrison Jr. not showing up for his press conference? You know, for for me, that was really concerning only because... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. He was on the schedule. He's on the schedule at 8.20. I think we got the email at the media around 8 o'clock or so that he's just not doing it. 
Um, and so for me, that's, that either seems like poor planning. Uh, I know there was a report from Chris Carter that something came up, but generally speaking, nothing comes up outside of medicals that keeps people from doing media. And so I think Marvin Harrison's amazing. I think he's a great athlete, but there has to be some concern there, especially if you're a team like New York, right? That, you know, if you want to trade up for this stud wide receiver or, you know, other markets with maybe a little bit more of a tougher media, the Indianapolis media is more, who have you met with? And especially Ohio state has a lot of media over here. He would have just been talking about his time at Ohio state for him to skip. That just seems pointless and bringing attention to himself for no reason. That is a uh, completely fair. I'm, I, I'm at the point. I'm surprised that he didn't skip Indianapolis entirely. <laughs> right. The fact that he's not going to work out as pro day. Um, you know, I wonder if te- if a couple teams are like, you just need to show up or maybe it's his agent for other reasons. There's, there's a lot of marketing opportunities and some of those kind of meetings that take place for some of these top prospects. So maybe he showed up for some of those other reasons, but otherwise, yeah, there really wasn't a real point for him to kind of come on over that you know two and a half hour trip. Well, Jared, very much appreciate the time. Safe travels back from Indianapolis, man. Danny, I appreciate it. My friend. There he is. Jared Mueller of dogs by nature. You can find him on Twitter at Jared K Mueller. We will react to that. Get into some combine stuff. Caleb Williams, Drake May want to talk quarterbacks as well. And, you know, what should the Chicago Bears do? That's the biggest NFL question there is going on right now. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.